I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Well, here we are once again. Hi, once again. Hi. Well, today is exciting because we get to answer questions, which has been a minute. It's nice to switch it up sometimes. Well, I think it's nice for everybody. Yeah. The audience and us. Mm-hmm. You can only talk about yourself so much before you're like, this is all I have. I've been a broken record, so I'm happy to not talk about me. No, you keep, are you getting insecure about talking about this? I feel like you've, you've been saying that a lot. I have? Yeah. Interesting. There's nothing to be insecure about. You're just talking about what you're doing. Right. But it's always the same thing. But that's what you're doing. So that's okay. Thanks. I appreciate you. What do we need you to like switch your life up every day just to have some content so we can be entertained no <laughs> that's what you're doing i appreciate the vote of confidence it's the same thing when we're shooting the show it's all we talk about it's well that's not true we don't share everything but you know what i mean right you go through cycles and in, in your yes. life within the year and at certain points you're just doing this one thing yeah right now i just feel like mostly that's what we all do the one thing i'm doing is very specific and yeah Remember when like parents had the same job for 40 years? I mean, mm -hmm. I think we expect too much from ourselves these days. Yeah. I got to do this and I got to do that. And I have to be sitting now. Yeah. You don't. It's true. It's the, it's the keeping up with the Joneses syndrome. I don't care about the Joneses though. Me neither. But when we're on a public platform, I start to, I, I think, oh, I should maybe talk about something else. But like you said, this is what I'm doing. So sorry. That's what, that's what I got. Well, the other night when we had... Lily and Jordan over, I was telling both of them, I don't know if you were here yet. I don't think you were, but I was like, you know, I get, I'm 
like getting insecure lately. Well, not insecure, but I'm getting sort of antsy. Are you getting antsy? Is that what you're looking for? No, I'm trying to settle into the nothingness right now. Ah, okay. And which is good. I'm in it. I'm in the nothingness. (laughs) But like, (laughs) I'm, I'm waiting for my like breakthrough, right? My creative breakthrough, which I feel coming. Like I've told Mm -hmm. you, like it's starting Mm -hmm. to bubble up, but you Mm -hmm. have to get in that quiet space before and be okay with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a nice way of putting it. And, and you, you know, you have to like enjoy the little things. And, you know, if you didn't accomplish a lot that day, that's okay. You know, like it all leads to the moment you're going to have. It's the gestation period. It's, yeah, it's just where everything, you sort of collect thoughts and ideas and, yeah. but I always, there's something to me that feels like I'm not productive in that time, but really it's probably the most productive time. It depends how you look at it. And she was saying that Fran Lebowitz, Jordan was telling me this, this is, this is how she likes to spend most of her time, like 90% of her time. And then she'll write for like 30 minutes. Oh, she doesn't like to work. Yeah. She loves to read books. She doesn't like working. Go to dinner with friends. Yeah. She's known for that. Yeah. So the nothing time it, it's just really your perspective on the whole thing. True, true. It's not that you're doing nothing. True, yeah. I suppose this is what I'm doing in my... Uh, no, I think you're actually physically productive right now. I think you just feel like you're supposed to... I don't know what you think you're supposed to be doing outside of that. Either. But I always... One thing I've, I've, I've had to... I, I've learned about myself, especially within the last 12 months, is I like to always be moving and doing something. I don't do well idling, which is what you're saying, but I need to physically just move my body. So if that's whether it's, you know, whether I'm exercising or I'm making something or I'm doing manual labor of some sort for whatever reason that keeps my mind balanced. And I don't know why I just learned this about myself or maybe accepted it within the last year, but it was a realization I had. And I thought, okay, that's just the frequency that I'm comfortable in. Right. I think, well, I think you've always been, I mean, I don't want to call you neurotic, but you've always been like, you have like an, like this OCD quality. And I think this kind of thing, what you're talking about calms you down. Yeah. It's. And maybe you should be careful. Like you're not running from something or like, you're not like, what's like, where are you going? What's the rush? This is what I keep saying to you lately. I feel like you're like there's a means to an end here and I don't know what it is. And you said completion the other day. But what else is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just like to do things. I like to physically feel tired at the end of my day before. Yeah. And that's just what you like. And there it is. Even if I don't accomplish a whole lot to show for it, if I feel physically tired, then there's a level of satisfaction I have. I don't, I can't imagine I'd be alone. I'm sure others would think the same. It's just, everyone's different, right? Everyone has a, some people need that mental stimulation every day. I need the physical. Anyway, enough about us. But I do appreciate that really well done impromptu therapy session. I'm not giving, Kate, I don't dole out therapy. You know that. That was good. Like if we, if we had the time, we could have dug in a little further, but I don't need to. I wasn't even, I'm just. No, you had a knack for it. You have a knack for it. I do. Yeah. You're, I don't know if what you were saying was a stream of consciousness. 
I don't know, but whatever it was, you have a knack for kind well, of- I didn't come in, play, I didn't plan, I don't have anything written down to tell you. That's why I think it was probably a stream of consciousness, but it was provocative. It was good. Huh. It was good. Okay, great. Well, anyway, since I'm in that mood, let's let's see if I can- Yeah. I slash we can help people through life. <laughs> it always makes me laugh that we do this. Okay. Melissa? Kate and Misha, my name is Caitlin, long-time listener, first-time caller. I love that saying. And I am experiencing extreme burnout from being an essential worker and working in a group home with people who are developmentally disabled. What are ways that you guys self-care after feeling like you have experienced burnout? Thank you so much for hopefully answering my question. Love the L word. Have a great day. It's a great wow. question. I mean... She's one of the the many people we need to honestly thank for, I mean, you know, there's like massive nurse burnout. People are like, talk about expecting too much from people. On a good day, nurses have the hardest job. Yeah. And in this environment. No, there's, I mean. It's tenfold and God bless them. God bless them. Yeah. We're dealing with so much right now and, and nurses really are at the front lines of it all. Your mom was a nurse. My grandma was a nurse. So we grew up understanding and respecting that profession on such a deep level. What's hard about answering this question is talk about being physically tired, Kate. Yeah. When I you know. get home. Who am, I, who am I to complain? Well, no, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just schlepping lumber across a, across a, a yard when, you know, this, when, when this one is really doing yeah. the work. The problem is, what I was going to say, the problem is, is you have to take care of your physical health. First of all, you have to make sure you get enough sleep and drink water, take vitamins. Who Do you have someone to talk to about your day? Like, who do you download with? That's a big one. Do you have a therapist? Do you have a husband or wife or a partner or a best friend or someone you can just, you know, sort of let it out? I mean, I'm going to say something really cheesy right now. Uh-huh. I think crying is underrated. I think sometimes you just need to cry. Some people don't. You have that as a as the as an emotional outlet. I though. know. I get it. I get it. But I do think if it's if it's in you, sometimes if you can just allow that to happen, you you feel a lot better. Does that sound dumb? I feel better after I cry. I'm not much of a crier, right? By nature. Only piece of advice I can give is what works for me. And this might not register, but if it does, then you'll relate. This past year that we just had, there was a period of time where I was incredibly, incredibly burnt out for a number of reasons. And when I'm in that frequency, the way I heal is by not talking. I just need to be quiet. I just need to be quiet. It's not even watching television. It's not, it's not, it's not zoning out on, 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 on the phone and social media. It's just really just being quiet. And I notice I do that a lot when I'm feeling overwhelmed. I just need to be quiet. How do you do it? What does it physically look like? Do you meditate? No, it's not just being quiet, just not talking to people, not just living in my own thoughts, I suppose, to process whatever it is I'm thinking about to get past it. It's just being quiet. That's, for me, a very important, integral first step 
to healing and getting past whatever it is I'm going through at the moment. If it's a big thing, I'm feeling emotionally, physically, mentally, what have you. It's that. Whereas others like to cry. And I wish I had that outlet. It feels far more immediate and relieving. But for me, it's just being quiet. Well, there you have it. I said, talk to someone. You said, be quiet. And really, <laughs> it's just, it's it's down to self, self-love. Like, well, yeah, what, what makes you, th- how do you take care of yourself, really? I think that's where, where she has to look first. How does she comfort herself? Because it sounds like she's comforting people and taking care of people all day long. Absolutely. Taking on all of that energy on a daily basis for hours on end. And it's a, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's also hard to ask other people to, uh, you know, respect that you need that time. Like you said, you like to be quiet. Like, I don't know how you tell Anna or any, you know, people around you, like, I just need this time or what, you know, how do you, how do you ask for that? How do you, it's, I think it's really just about take, taking care of yourself. I think it's about trusting your body. Your body will know what it, what it wants, whatever that is. And then trusting it and giving it the privilege of doing what it's asking you to do. Exactly. All right. So here we have a write-in says, I'm Cass from England. And although I've met you twice, Kate and Leisha, once in Blackpool for L Word conventions back in the day, thank you so much for doing those. It was a young, shy, 20-something-year-old's worst nightmare, but absolute best time. And although you won't remember me, it was great of you to give your time up to come and see us geeks. Now on to my question. What is your favorite sandwich? What kind of bread filling sauces, side dishes to go with? Thank you. Pants is my first regular listen podcast, and I love what you do just talking shit to each other for your own entertainment. Icons, idols, love you both. Keep doing what you do. I love this question. I love nothing more than a sandwich. Okay, go first. An ideal sandwich. It's tough because I have, I'm not a loyalist to any certain sandwich. It really depends on what's in, what's, what's in the sandwich. I really enjoy a turkey sandwich. I really enjoy a tuna fish sandwich. I think those two are my main go-tos. You have to describe how you make it. I can't just hear tuna fish sandwich because I'm imagining a million different ways. Okay. Okay. No, understood. And you know what? Tuna salad has different things to it. I like a tuna salad that has some level of acidity to it. Some use the base as mayonnaise and I find that a little too creamy. And I don't know. It's not, it doesn't, there's nothing that cuts the, when I when when there's mayonnaise in the base, there's it's hard to find something that cuts through the the fat of it. Cuts the fish, yeah. No, it cuts the fat of the mayonnaise. Like it's so I like a tuna salad. Oh, you need mayonnaise. You just want to cut the mayonnaise. I don't even know if you need mayonnaise. Oh, how's that? I'm not a fan of man. I'm not a fan of mayonnaise in my tuna fish. I like a tuna salad that has an acidic base to it, with some very 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 crunchy iceberg lettuce. Not too much because I you don't want it soggy. Wheat toast, it has to be toasted. Has to be toasted. And 100%. mustard. percent And mustard. Like a nice, sharp mustard. With seeds? Like Dijon or yellow? No, or- not seeds. I, I, you know, I don't mind a mustard seed. It doesn't, that, but nothing, nothing that has a sweet undertone to the mustard. It has to be like a nice, solid mustard with pickles. And the kind of pickles that are the sandwich pickles, they... Remember, Jerkins came out with a, 
a jar of sandwich pickles that were basically pickles sliced super thin, and they were designed to be put into a sandwich. It was in the 80s. You must remember this. I, I know a good I know a good pickle when I see it. Yeah. It was this amazing invention that blew my mind as a kid because my mom would put them in a sandwich. Like a dill pickle, not a butter pickle, not like no, a No, 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 no. It has to be a dill. And you pickle. don't put it in the tuna fish. You could put it in the tuna fish, but there needs to be well, a Well, that's a big difference, Kate. There needs to be a pickle element to it, a dill pickle element. So you like tangy, like a tangy sandwich. Uh, tangy, sure, I suppose. But then there's turkey and cheese. Then there's an arugula and sliced green apple and brie sandwich that Anna gets from this place. And it's like mind-blowingly so good. What's the sauce on that? What's the bread? Really good olive oil on this really delicious, fresh, freshly made baguette. Oh, that tiny baguette sandwich you love. I know where you get that. I know you're talking about. No, no, not that one. Not oh. that one. It's a different one. It's another place she found anyway. She's the queen of a sandwich. She can find the best spots in LA. But then there's that sandwich. So I'm not much of a loyalist to a sandwich, but they have to have. But with the tuna one, those are the ingredients I personally need to have. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Rocket money. I used rocket money again last week. How many? Are you Okay. I don't know. You have a I get lot these, of subscriptions you forget I know. about. You know what it is? Because I get these apps and you have to pay for everything you get these days. And I think, all right, well, I'll use this for a few days but and I'll cancel it. But I forget. And, and you, you have forget to have every your... week that you forgot last week. Yes. Thank God you have Rocket Money. Before I started using Rocket Money myself, I thought I had about like, I don't know, six subscriptions. No, Kate, I had like 15. 15? Yes, I was like, clear it, clear it, clear it, get rid of it. And Rocket Money is like, we have your back. Because Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can start to grow your savings. Plus, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pants. That's rocketmoney.com slash pants. Say it, Kate. That's rocketmoney.com slash pants. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I feel like you have a big reveal. What's yours? I don't. I just have one sandwich that if that I've actually, I, I talked to you about this the other day. I said, I have to stop myself from this phase that I've been in for two months. Oh, right, right, right. So when I was recovering, like I started getting into like buying loaves of bread again, which I never really do. I know that sounds weird, but I don't really. What kind of loaves of bread? Well, I like the Dave's Killer Bread. <laughs> I like it. I got addicted to toast every morning now. And so I don't make a sandwich. I'm very into open face sandwiches. I never like the other side of a sandwich. How do you mean? So sometimes, and this this is wasteful, but that's why I started doing open face because I'm like, you're just wasting 
I oh, don't, you don't need the two pieces of bread on either end. I don't like the two pieces of bread, but I do like that it helps hold in whatever's inside. When I bite down, I don't want the bread, especially if it's toasted, to hit the roof of my mouth on the top. It really bothers me. It just, I don't like the whole sensation. But an open face sandwich is super difficult because everything falls. So sometimes, like let's say we're on set and someone has a sandwich, I like flip back. I keep the bread, <laughs> I keep the bread on top to help hold everything in, but I flip back the top piece of bread so I don't have to eat it. But I it's like I'm using it like a almost like a piece of tinfoil. I've seen you eat sandwiches on set. I've seen you eat sandwiches at lunch and the sandwich always looks utter, I mean, it's decimated on a, on a, on a, on a plate. And that's why, because you don't like the two pieces. And I barely eat the bottom piece of bread. It, that can bug me sometimes too. I was going to say, you barely eat the bread that's, that's, that's the base of whatever sandwich you ordered. You, you pick at it. Like you make, there's always crumples, crumpled pieces of bread. Yep. After, with the decimated sandwich. Because they're the ones that I either like tear off after like I took that bite. Like I, it never goes in my mouth and then I, let's, I'm not that gross. It's just, I'm, I'm using it as sort of a vehicle to hold everything. But really, I just like the insides. I do the same thing with tacos. You and I went for tacos a couple of weeks ago. Did you not notice the tortillas left at the bottom? Yes, I did. I think I, I made a comment about it. You like a deconstructed sandwich is what you like. There needs to be a... Yeah, I don't want someone to just deliver on a plate the insides of a sandwich. I would be like, what are, that's a salad. So it's like, I like the idea of a sandwich, but I don't like. Anyway, with the toast, that's cool. That's okay with me because I can toast my one piece of bread. And then my favorite thing on the planet is peanut butter and jelly, strawberry jelly. And I could, I, I could live and die on that. And I struggle, I don't struggle, but like, I kind of like go back and forth between putting like a little bit of butter on the toast, but I don't really like the taste Wait, of you that. Put butter Wait, I'm sorry. You put butter on the toast for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Sometimes, but then it bothers me. Then I'm like, it's too much. I never had a taste for peanut butter and jelly, but I can get into an almond butter and jelly. Yeah. Do you do that? Of course. I had okay. that this morning. I, I I alternate, but like my choice would be peanut butter. Do you feel better when you put the almond butter as opposed to the peanut butter on the bread? Is it really better or we just have we been sold? That's what I'm asking. I don't know. No, I think it's just good to like switch up your taste buds. But anyway, funny enough, this morning was my very last piece of bread from the loaf that I now said I'm going to stop buying for myself. So it was kind of a sad moment. You cut yourself off from Dave's killer bread. From to from just every day having toast because now like, you know, I, I can't. I love toast. We talked about it's this the yesterday. Best thing on the Do you planet. believe that you and I actually had easily a 10 minute conversation about toast yesterday and how much <laughs> we both enjoyed it? We but did. But it's a fact. I love toast. I nothing makes me happier. What's better than toast? Nothing. I love getting English breakfast tea or PG tips and Ugh. making my little cup of tea and having toast. That to me is an ideal snack. Well, that's like my morning, basically. You just described it. But you don't have tea, you have coffee. Well, but I'll have sometimes, and this was happening too. This is where I was like, uh-oh. I'll have an extra piece. I'll have toast in the middle of the day with a cup of tea because I'm like, well, I want a snack. It's so good. It's the best. You inspired me yesterday as we were having this conversation about toast. I heard you making something and I said, are you making eggs? I am actually. And you told me how you made the eggs and it sounded so good and I could visualize exactly what you were doing. 
yeah, you're like, how you make it? What do you make it? How you making it? How you make like what? Like what? How? The what? What? And I was like, well, I. It sounded so good, and I went downstairs, and Jordan and Lily were actually when I when I got off the phone with you, I went downstairs, and Jordan and Lily were here. Or no, sorry, Lily was dropping something off, and Jordan and her were they were hanging out, and we chatted for a bit. And when they left, I made eggs and toast, just the way you make them. I think. Yeah, and I was happy as a clam. It's delicious. In fact, you're gonna when have we're it done again. here today. I might go and do that again. Well, you rushed off the phone like there was an emergency to like that you had to get eggs in your mouth, eggs and toast. They just sounded so good. They thought, I think the, the the sound coming from your end of the phone just sounded so delightful. Yeah, it's it's basically like the things I live on when Kim is out of town. Besides, we all know like popcorn and like when I get like that, we all know that. But if I'm really going to eat, that's what I do. Yeah, eggs are great. I feel completely satisfied and like nutritionally like fulfilled. They're protein. They have vitamins. They're perfect. I think. Hi, Pam. Hi, Alicia. Hi, Kate. This is Bella from, I'm in Austin, Texas. And uh, I have a question. I wanted to ask specifically, Kate, what are your favorite clothing brands? Where do you find clothing that you feel comfortable in. As someone who is a little more mask presenting, I find it hard to find clothing brands that fit me right in the hips and proportionally. Yeah, I just, I love your your style. And Alicia, feel free to answer this question too. Of course, I love especially all your jumpsuits. Thank you. I love you guys so much. Love everything that both of y'all do. Uh, thank you for answering my question if you are answering it. That's funny. You do wear a good jumpsuit. That was really sweet. She's like, you feel free to answer it. I don't want to look like you at all, but. That's not true. She didn't mean it like that. That was sweet. I'm kidding. I'm just saying it was sweet. She was like. Adorable. Just to make me feel better. Okay, go Kate. (laughs) People love your style. How do they get it? What can they do? I don't have one source I go to buy clothes. Well, she wants to know. I'm big on secondhand clothing. I always have been. I have a problem spending full price on things. If I just have a problem with it, maybe it's how I was raised. I was taught as a child to only to, to find sales, never pay full price because everything is ridiculously expensive. And that led me into vintage and secondhand. And now there are all these websites out there that, that curate good clothing that are pre-owned, like The Real Real. I love The Real Real. It's a great website. eBay is another one if you know exactly what it is you're looking for and you know your measurements or you have a brand you like. And then I'm going to say find a great local tailor because that's what I do with everything I own. I take it to this tailor and he tailors it to me because my body is different than the next person. So you, so you'll, your trick, your secret, Kate's find a good tailor. Secret. Well, but you buy something that doesn't quite fit you right. You pay less money for it. And then you spend the money that you've saved to then take it to the tailor to fit you perfectly. Sometimes. 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 I mean, that's a good, that's like a hack. That's a secret. But I've always done, I've always used the tailor trick. So how do you know what, so do you buy something a little too big? I've, I I think we've talked about it before. This conversation sounds familiar. It, It all is. 
It's okay. <laughs> is go to a tailor, go to someone and have them just take your measurements with one of those ribbon measuring tapes. Measure your shoulder width, your shoulder to your arm length, your 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 chest width, your torso length, and then your waist, hips, and your inseam. Just get those measurements down and write them down somewhere in your phone just so you have it, so you know what your measurements are. So if and it, so if you're on eBay, let's just say eBay, I'm going to use that as an example. You find not every seller will put down the measurements. Some The good ones will, because then you don't have to reach out. Can I have the measurements? Like they'll just have them there. And you can reference the measurements they're quoting on this thing that you like to yours. And you can do the math and say, okay, maybe that's a little too big, but I could take that in. Kate, this is, I feel like you really just gave everyone really good advice. I didn't know that. But that's the secret sauce. Like it, you don't need to spend so much money to look great. You just need to have it fit you in a way that makes you happy. And that's why I say find a good tailor. Here in LA, you know, they run the gamut of some, I, like there's a tailor I, 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 I once in a while go to if I'm going to splurge where it's wildly overpriced. And then in my neighborhood, there's a tailor I've been going to for years and he's so well-priced and he does a bang up job. So, but you know, not every city is LA, but find a good tailor. I like that. I really like this advice where you go get the measurements. So you just have get them. the measurements. Cause usually like, again, I'll use eBay as an example. When they give measurements, they're usually going to say, these are the measurements lying flat, which means they laid the shirt out on the ground or on the table. And they've gotten this ribbon measuring tape and measured out the length of the shoulders, length of the chest or the width of the shoulders, width of the chest, the length of from the shoulder seam to the bottom hem and the arm length. And so those are the measurements I'm saying, like having your phone. And then if they're not lying flat and they go, oh, the measurements are 34, double that, right? So if your chest measurement is 17 and you're not getting a laying flat measurement and the person's like, oh, the, the chest length is 38. Well, oh, across. Divide halfway. by two and that's going to be it laying flat. Yeah, that's all. That's my secret. I got a little confused at the end, but I think I understand. It's just more of a 3D model as opposed to a 2D. That's all. Right. Um, but that's it. That's great advice. Thanks. Do you have anything to share? Fashion-wise? No. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't. They like your jumpsuits. Oh, uh, well, I have to say I've always worn jumpsuits. Forever. And they got a little trendy. I'm off. I, right now, I just feel like I need a break. Because I feel now I look like I'm trying to be in a trend. I feel like the jumpsuit trend has sort of calmed down a little bit. It was, has I it? think so. Okay, I think good. I think it's something that's always going to be there. But the peak of the trend, and from my viewpoint, has sort of died down. Okay, good. Because I agree. It felt a little like, I, I. then I felt like I was... I looked like I was trying, I don't know. You were, looked like you felt like you were trying. Meanwhile, you weren't. You had been wearing those things before anyone else discovered well, them. Well, no, not before anyone. I'm not claiming that I've invented the jumpsuit. I'm just, I've always enjoyed no, but them. No, you were wearing them before they were in the likes of fashion magazines. I have a problem with jumpsuits. Like the, I have a really long torso. I know what it is. That annoys me. I have one jump, I have two jumpsuits. And one of them is a men's jumpsuit because I find the women's to be a little too high risey, and I don't like where the where the waist seam lands. It feels like I'm wearing high waisted pants. I know. Yeah, it's the best. But again, go to a tailor. Different bodies. Well, get it fixed. 
little adjustments, little tweaks. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Hi, this is Lynn from Connecticut. I've listened to the podcast since day one, and I really enjoy it. My question is not about the show, but really about, because you guys seem to be best friends for many, many years. And I'm just wondering, was there ever a time in that friendship where you did have a fight of some sort and didn't speak for a while? I can't imagine that because you guys are like, unbelievably seem to be close, but just wanted to put that out there and was wondering. I absolutely love the podcast and I hope you guys continue it for many years and uh, I hope I get picked. Thanks. Bye. Did we? No, we've never had a fight that like resulted in not speaking. Not speaking. No. We've had misunderstandings. We've gotten irritated with each other. Sure. It may take a minute for us to, for one to like come out and say what the other one. What you're irritated about? Yeah, that might take a minute. Yeah, I think we talked about this on Pants once. There was a time where you had to like, I feel like it was the only real sit down we've ever had where you like sat me down and you're like, what? And see, I've almost forgotten what it was, but it was like I stopped because I was dating that person that we, we... Oh, the intervention. Yeah, it was like you were like, you're not around anymore. You're not like being a good friend. I don't know. I never said it wasn't that. that. It was but that was the sentiment. Like I, I had disappeared in a way. Like you're not spending time with me. You're not. And I got it. And I was like, you're right. I didn't. Did I have that conversation with you? Oh my God. It was on your, it was on your deck. It was? Outside. Yeah. Wow. I remember it. I don't remember that. Because I felt very like busted slash seen slash, oh my God, oh, save me. You're right. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, and I immediately changed. That's right. Sometimes you need to be called out. You've called me out on things before. I have? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, but it, it happens infrequently. So when it happens, it, it, it lands because obviously there's a point to it. You're not just picking me apart. You're, oh God, no. Or like every week you're getting some sort of like. You know, when, you know, when someone gives, gives you constantly like a fucking hard time over everything you do and you're like, Jesus Christ, like. Can I just live my life? <laughs> Nobody, but I'm just saying there are people like that, right? Like, like I think we've, we're healthy enough to not have those people in our lives, but those people do exist. Finally. Yeah. Right. No, you and I don't do that. But when we do say something to one another, it's, it's. Packs a punch. Because it is so infrequent. Yeah. But that's, but never. I'd like. No, yeah. I mean, I think there were times where we weren't as close. Like when you were on tour, when you were when you yeah. were in the thick of uh huh, her, you yeah. weren't in town a lot. Well, I was in my I was in a whole different career. But you were that way when you were on Ray Donovan. You would like disappear and or right. even when he you did your doctor show. The doctor like you're show. I think when the your life show. becomes <laughs> when your life becomes sort of like wrapped up in a whole new thing, like it'll happen to us when this show is over and you go on to do something and I'll go on to do something that, you know, we'll, we'll always have pants, but no, I'm saying always like your life pants. becomes, you know, you meet new people and your references become something that like, I wouldn't quite know. You could be like, you know, Sally is a real drag on set and, or, you know, you're having. The other one's like, I don't know who Sally is. And I don't know who Sally is like, and I would listen as a friend, but I think after a while you're just kind of like, that's your world. I'm here to, hear it but I don't I don't have personal stake in this story like we do now right right, right. 
Like we share the same thing in common right now. Right. So in that time, I think you have to, there's like an adjustment period where it's like, oh, I'm doing my own thing now or Kate's doing her own thing now. And like, but you stay, we've never lost the friendship. You yeah, just no, sort of no, have no. to go, no, oh, it's, not, it's different. Well, it's just different. Yeah, you're right. Like it's a different schedule. And you have to like, main, you know, maintain interest. <laughs> you can't just like <laughs> tune out. Hi, my name is Melissa. I'm a listener of the Pants Podcast, and I have a question for Alicia and Kate. I am a travel nurse, and I drive a couple hours away from home to go to work every week, and I'm in my car listening to your podcast and other things. My question is, I'm 51, so I, I don't find new music the way I used to, and I really miss like learning about new bands and new music and stuff, and I'm wondering if you guys can recommend any new music for me to listen to or even other podcasts. So I can listen to them in the car. And I really appreciate your podcast. I love it. I listen to it every week. I find myself laughing out loud. I like when you have your friends on as guests. And I really hope that the L Word gets renewed because I love that show so much. And I thank you for everything that you do and have a great day. Bye-bye. You know, it's interesting. I'm also 51 and I still find myself like recalling music of, that I've always loved. <laughs> like I'll try new music. That you forgot about? No, I'll try it. And I like if I hear about, you know, a band or a person and or if, you know, I watch a show and I see somebody either on SNL or the Grammy, you know, someone I'm like, who's that band? I've never heard. Uh, like I always, I always dip my toe in, but I'm such a, it's, it's like, I feel like when, when our parents loved their, the music they grew up on, like, I just love my stuff. And I'll listen to an album that I've loved forever again and again and again. Because there's a couple of things that happen. I, I get to sing along to it because I know everything. I can play along to it. I can kind of get lost in nostalgia. Like, I, it's, I don't know. Like, I almost sometimes enjoy that more than that. But if it, if someone comes along that like blows my mind, it takes a lot, but then I'll fall into the, to, to the artist and they become one of my new favorites, but it just takes a lot. Like I'm, I'm more, I'm more in my comfort zone. When I'm doing a work around the property, I, I'm always listening to music and I realize I don't listen to, I have a, I don't listen to Play. I don't listen to a Spotify playlist essentially because I'll get bored by it. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. But something, how I, what I'm enjoying more in this period is I, I, I'm on, I go to SoundCloud or I go to MixCloud and I listen to recorded DJ mixes. And there's a couple of DJs I really love. And these DJs play. They have the, like DJ Jazzy Jeff, hands down, best DJ ever. He has he has so much knowledge in music. He'll play old hits mixed into newer hits, mixed into classics, mixed into samples of 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 that were that uh, songs that this that the that was sa that that sampled that original music. And through that, I'll think I wait I've recognize that song. I've heard it once. It's really good. What is it? And then I'll get on my trusty sound. What is it called? Soundhound, where you can identify songs. 
and I'll get the inform I'll get the information and that's how I discover music because I don't want to just put on some random playlist in Spotify because I'll just be spending my time hitting next, next, next. That's fine. I find that like when or how I discover a lot of new music it does happen from those playlists. Sometimes, sure. Like if I'm driving, I can't, you know. Well, if- it really knows you. Like let's say I'm like playing one of my like 90s playlists, like like I discovered Wet Leg from that because it's like, oh, they sound exactly like the bands I used to love. So it's like, oh, that's a cool band doing a similar sound. To, it it actually does work. I bet it does. I pref- I like hearing transitions of song from one song into the next, and that's why I like. I, I that that gets my that, that gets me that makes me happy, as opposed to just hearing a song end and the new one starts. I like DJ mixes. I it's just I just do I just do. And there's like four DJs I follow and really enjoy their 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 taste. Well, Kate. It was a pleasure. <laughs> it was a deep, deep pleasure. No, actually, no, I mean that. I'm not being sarcastic. That was no, really fun. Re- it was really fun to hear people's voices. I'm, I miss the pockets. Haven't heard their voices also, in a while. I know. I miss the pockets too. Also, we should have more friends on. I thought that was fun. I do too. Well, we're going to have, and don't think we've forgotten about this, although we haven't discussed it, nor have we planned on it, but I don't think it takes a whole lot of preparation. We do want to have Reese from Autostraddle on as a guest. I thought of that to this morning. My God, we, we said March and March. Oh no, it hasn't we're in happened March, yet. Technically. Okay. Well, it's here this, we go. I know. I know. But I am going away for a couple of weeks, so it might be April. Okay. No big deal. Well, we can start planning it with Reese. I'm sure she's like, 100%. I also have a life that you have to plan around. We also want to have our friend Jen Tullock on. Sure. We talked about that with her in the fall when we were working together. There are a thousand people we could have on. I know. You don't like interviewing people. You don't like interviewing people either. I like talking to people. I don't like interviewing them. I do them. too, but I don't like an interview format. And that's no. what you and I wanted to veer away from. I love a conversation. I just don't want to interview and I'm not good at it. I'm not Charlie Rose. Let's do more of that in the new year. That's what we're, that's what we're well, those are the Pockets two that popped into po- my yeah. brain in terms of guests that we plan to have this season. Absolutely. But it's nice just to hear their voices. And Rosie, we've always talked to Rosie about Rosie told me she wanted to be on it. So that's what I'm saying. And we're like, look at us just sitting on that. We're going to book Rosie. What's great about podcasts these days is that we can be in our homes and just say, are you available Tuesday? And everyone, if everyone agrees, boom, and here we are. So that is the beauty of a podcast. I know. But before, I think you used to have to get together and sit in a room and make it a thing. And now because of the pandemic, it's like everyone learned how to do this remotely. It, it made life a thousand times easier. So Got it. We can all thank the pandemic. But again, I, like, I miss the voices of, of, our, of our listeners because they're adorable. Well, everybody. Till next week. Did it help? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't think it ever helps. I think my, I think uh, one thing I'll I stand by I think your fashion is, advice was really good. I'm telling you, find a good tailor. Yeah, no, I thought that was actually, like, I was like, that was some solid advice. So good job on that. Yeah, I'll begin and end there. I think that's the best I did today. (laughs) All right, Pants. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Kate Menig, and Leisha Haley. Produced by Melissa D. Montz. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow Pants on Instagram, at thepantspod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS and graphics are by Love Fox. 
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.